go out to LA. Somebody need to do a song for LA. Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward, huh? Man, let me tell you. Uh, this was probably this was probably the longest weekend. No, I, I took that back. No, it was a weekend where 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 me and the family had to drive like to LA, then like to like well, y'all wouldn't know if y'all not from here, then y'all wouldn't know the distance or whatever. But that was a long ass Saturday where we had to take my son here, 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 there, there, there for a game, for a fitting and audition and shit like that. But this past weekend, though, let me tell you. So, um, you know, me and my family, like, we cherish our weekends a lot. You know, even like we we pray that we can have a weekend where we just don't do anything, absolutely nothing. Now the son is in the cash right now. And he'll be in one until January. So that basketball is out of the question right now. So, and, and, and we're happy, you know, for, for one, he got a hill up Two, We saving money. <laughs> we saving money and we ain't got to travel or whatever. Cause we tired, bro. But let me tell you, nigga, this Saturday night, I got to tell you, man. <laughs> so, um, my wife went to like a, you know, you know, one of them goddamn uh, wine and not not the paint and sip type of shit, but it was something similar to that um, for her cousin's birthday. And I wanted to go, but it was all women, as usual. And it was making like candles and shit like that. So she was gone, full daddy daycare on lock, ready, locked and loaded. You know how we get down, fellas. College football all goddamn day. It was it was college football and these little goddamn cartoon ninjas. Like, some shit my daughter be watching on Netflix with these guys. And it's only, like, two episodes. And I keep seeing the same goddamn one with, like, this jelly monster and shit like that. Whatever. Um, so back and forth, I'm watching college football cartoons. College football cartoons. You know what I'm saying? Uh... Case upstairs watching, I mean, playing the video games, Fortnite as usual. And like I said, Bailey is on my hip everywhere I go. You know what I'm saying? She she walking. And, you know, that's that's basically it. Until it gets to the evening time. So my wife texted me. She was like, yo, you know, you know, it's, it's such and such birthday and we're going to a lounge. You want to go? And I'm like, hell yeah, I want to go or whatever. So I started to get prepared. You know, and by prepared, uh, you know, getting dressed, pop me a couple of edibles, and I probably popped not not too much because if you if you do too much, just like if you smoke too much, um, you know, you'll end up getting sick or some shit like that. You, it's it's a possibility that you will get sick, paranoid, all that bullshit, all the horror horror stories that you've heard about eating too much edibles uh, is true. Uh, that wasn't this case. I didn't have too much, but I I think I had just like just a tad bit over my limit. And the reason why is because I actually mixed two. So the the normal one that I get is the sour belts, the uh, the apple 
you know, the apple, uh, sour apple, sour bells. Those are the ones that I usually get. And those are 30 milligrams, 30 milligrams a piece, right? You, you basically, like, if you don't smoke, like, some people got different, their tolerance is different. Mine, my tolerance is a little bit higher, even though I don't smoke. And then my career of smoking is just, is weird. Like, I'm not, I don't consider myself a smoker because I only smoke like here and there. And it was like random. So I'm not a quote unquote smoker, but I dibble dad with the edibles because I could gauge it and I could, you know, I know how to control the edibles. You know, I mean, unless you want that instant high then yeah, go ahead and stay with the smoking. But me, I'm okay. I know that shit going to kick in or whatever. And I like that because it always kicks in when, not when you need it to, or even when you wanted to, it just kicks in at like the perfect time. And it's always a perfect time for it to kick in. This time though, I took 30 milligrams. That's one, that's one belt. And then I took, I think like half of one. Cause I always, you know, my, my limit is probably two to three. If I do two to three, like I just put it like this. If I take one sour belt, then I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm calm. I'm cool. Giggling. Cool. I take two. Now I'm outer space. You know, that's when I'm floating around. You take three, you somewhere in between heaven and space, whatever that area is right there, whatever that gray area is. Shout out to my boy, Jar. Um, I took a sour belt and a half, and then I got these new edibles that's made by a totally different company that I bought from a totally different dispensary. And they're, they're five milligrams a piece, but they kick in 15 to 20 minutes uh, right after you take it. I can't explain the how that's possible. I mean, there is an explanation for it, and I got it. I just forgot. <laughs> but they kick in pretty fast. So I took two of those, which is 10 milligrams, plus the 30, plus the half. So that was a lot. That was a lot. On top of the new ones kicking in faster, then when the second one kicked in, let me tell you. So the wife called me, bam, got the babysitter. Shout out to Nano. Um, Bailey was wired because um, she took a nap in the middle of the day. While I was watching college football, she was taking a nap. She got up, you know, like around, like just before the USC and Oregon game came on. And that, everybody knows when you got a toddler, running around and shit like that, and they take a nap in the middle of the day, that means they're not going to bed until about 12, 12 a.m., 11 p.m., 12 a.m. She gets up. She's doing all kind of fish out of the water moves and shit on the floor, uh, all kind of random shit. We eating, having fun, just chilling. Then it started to calm down just a little bit. And when I mean calm down, meaning like, you know, it wasn't so much activity going on outside. It's pretty, it's pretty quiet around my house, but for the, for the most part, you know, it just seemed like that Saturday was a lot of activity, especially with Bailey. Blue Street came on BET. Everybody know how BET get down. They play all the hood classics. Um, whatever. So I, I, I prepared to be entertained by Blue Street for the seventh million, millionth time. Did I even say that right? Um, chilling, got the text from the wife. She parked out. Let me tell you my wife. My wife was so amped to go out. She parked outside the house. Didn't even come say hi to her kids. <laughs> she said, 
She said, lock everything down, get dressed, let's go. So I get dressed. I took my edibles um, right there, right then and there as I was getting dressed. I get in the car and she said, we're going to, we're going to a lounge that's up the street. So I'm thinking this literally up the street. Man, we got on the freeway. We was on the freeway for a solid minute. I mean, but at the same time, my edibles had kicked in. Uh, at least the, at least the, uh, the five milligram ones kicked in, right? Like right away. So I'm already feeling good. On the way there, my wife was having a serious convo with me about why she was upset at me. And I just burst out laughing. And I didn't burst out laughing because at her, I was, I burst out laughing because fellas, have you ever been in trouble and you didn't do nothing? And so you can either, it could go either way. Either you can get really pissed off because your character is being assassinated and you know you didn't do anything, or you could just laugh it off. So it was a mixture of both, but I laughed so, I was laughing so hard because I'm like, yo, I really, I was really in trouble for nothing. Anyway, my wife had apologized. My wife knows how she get down and she a Virgo. We get to the lounge. This young cat pulls up right in front of us. He looked like he was no more than about, well, actually, I do know his age. He was 19, and he looked like he was around that age. He looked real young. And this lounge was small uh, compared to the lounges I've been to, like, during the college years. It was a, a, a fairly small lounge, but it was it was nice, and it was cozy. And it's a jazz lounge, and I think it's called Raquel's. Raquel's Jazz Lounge. So I see this young cat get out. Mind you, uh, my second, the, the, the Sire Belt edible kicked in. So now I'm really floating to the point where I'm not sure who, I don't, I'm not sure who, who else experienced this, but my walk changed because I, no lie, I'm not embellishing, but it does feel like I'm light and I'm floating. So I'm walking in the middle of the street. We walking behind this young cat and immediately I judge. And I'm like, yo, did we come to uh, a lounge with like with all these young cats? I'm 36. Now, we I'm me and my wife are, are, are in betweeners. Like we kick it with the older crowd and we can kick it with the younger crowd. And by younger crowd, that's anywhere between 21 to 30. Basically. Uh, because like we're part of that generation where the music had changed. We come from the dance, the, uh, the, the, um, the, the house parties and shit like that to where we was dancing. So we're in between basically, uh, eras and generations. So we can go back and forth, but we're starting to adapt more to the older, uh, crowd. Because, I mean, shit, nigga, I'm 36. I turned 37 this year. I'm almost 40. That's crazy. Anyhow, I see the young cat walk in. And I'm like, man, here we go. I'm not, And I don't feel like dancing. I really want to sit down. Turns out he was performing. Uh, him and his band. And I think they're called, I think it's called, um, I cannot think. Well, the thing is, I couldn't find his name. But I'm going to find some videos. This nigga was playing his guitar, and he was playing, like, old-school jams because he knew how to cater to the crowd. That's what I appreciate about this young man is that I feel like, and I don't know this for sure, but obviously you got to get booked 
or whatever to play inside these bars, especially this one, because I'm about to describe how it was inside this uh, lounge. But 19 years old, for him to be playing D'Angelo, for him to be playing like old school jams and shit like that, he was really feeling it. So it lets me know that he he studied music. As young as he is, he wasn't even born when most of these songs that he was playing was created. You know what I'm saying? Was hits. So I got to take my hat. I've been looking for him on IG since yesterday, and I can't find him. Um, even even the lounge, and that's where I'm getting to. This lounge uh, is is all is older people. It's older people to the point where whoever is running their social media account. Don't know how to tag people <laughs> or anything like that. They just said the the name and the band's name and didn't tag their social media or anything like that. But we get there and I'm like, cool, we got reserved seating on the side. There's not that many seats up in there. Um, and I'm looking around and you could ask my wife, I'm looking around and they're playing some good music. You know, the DJ that they had um, before and after the uh the live uh performance was pretty decent. They they played a mixture of you know up tempo hip hop dance music and then they played the newer ratchet shit that y'all seen in the videos with my wife dancing too. Um but let me tell you the age range though. Yo, this is crazy. So the age range <laughs> excluding the band, excluding the youngster, because like I said, he was a legit 19 years old and he was there to perform. But the people that came that paid their $10 uh, to enjoy the night at the lounge, I would say we, me and my, me and my wife was probably the youngest in there. And I'm 36. She's 35. Well, she, wait, no, no, no. She's 36. She just turned 36. I turned 37. Ooh, I better get my wife age right, nigga. Um, anyhow, we were the youngest in there. And I, so basically I can say it went from 36. It had to be a few 60 year old people up in there. And, and, and look, 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 and not, they not like 60, like you, when you think of a 60 year old cat, they're dressed a certain way. Nah, it was some elderly thoughts up in there. I'm talking about some elderly thoughts up in there. I, I should have took some video. I mean, I did have a couple of videos, but I didn't have any videos that was, you know, uh, panning the whole lounge or anything like that, going back and forth and showing it. Because I wasn't into recording other people. I just wanted to record the young man performing because the shit was dope. But no, that type of lounge is where you got older cats in there who who don't give it up. They They just can't give it up. You know what I'm saying? They had some sugar daddies in there. They had a couple of cougars up in there. They had some elderly thoughts up in there. They had some, they had some women in there who had some work done. They had some women in there who looked like they were single. Uh, and the reason why they single is because they are the problem. <laughs> Yo, but it was so much fun and I'm high as God's eyes. And I'm telling you, we move and I and we uh I'm I'm still in the reserve spot, but we sat against the wall and I was like, I'm in a corner in a cool little spot, and I'm like, this is where I need to be. I do not now my wife on the other hand, you know, um she dancing. That's what she do. She gonna dance. Me, 
I'm too high. I'm too high to blink. So I'm just, nah. Nah, I'm going to sit my ass right here. I'm going to sit my ass right here. And I'm to the point where I knew I was like, yo, I can't wait for this high to come down. Because people was like talking to me and things like that. Like, shout out to, all right, so shout out to my boy, Mike. I'm not about to explain the relationship because it's too deep to go into. But we was leaving and Mike was like, yo, you look sleepy. <laughs> That's how high I was. And I wouldn't, you know, I was barely talking. But we, me and my wife was bagging on people. That's one thing. You got to watch out for me and my wife. Because anywhere, at any moment, we going to gun you down. And we see something, like, we, we make fun of everybody. We make fun of ourselves. We make fun of our kids. We make fun of everybody. You know what I'm saying? And there's a couple of people that stood out at that lounge uh, it was just one old lady and she had on like, she, she had to have on her prom dress. If it, if it wasn't her prom dress, it was definitely like, you know, what's the what, winter formal or some shit. She wore some little Kelly Bundy dress. And let me tell you, she had to be a solid 67 years old and she was trying to move that thing. And I'm looking like, yo, this shit is crazy. And I'm looking at the crowd and it's just, but this is what I'm saying. As much jokes as we we had, I had to respect the atmosphere. It was lovely. The music was crisp uh, as far as like the live performance. Being a DJ, don't get me wrong, not knocking it, but the work is given to you. you all you got to do is play the jams at the right time, at the right moment, get the crowd hype, make sure you keep the movement going. But for them to let that 19-year-old get up there and play them old school jams with that good damn guitar and he was singing too, Yo, that shit felt good. That was real good. I mean, to the point where we said we're going back. We're going back. Um, but yeah, no, that that it was crazy. It was crazy. I found out they had food too, so you know I'm going back for food. But it just had me thinking, like, yo, they really, they really out here at 40, 50, 60 in this damn lounge out here shooting they shots. Out here shooting, well, I ain't going to necessarily say they shooting, they shot, but they out there, though. I mean, you're not wearing that dress to go out to just get a drink. That's bullshit. And I get the vibe or I get the feeling that there's some regulars up in here. And on top of that, the next day I wake up, had a podcast at 7 a.m. Shout out to uh, Akeem. Um... And shout out to Beck and, and the team. You know what I'm saying? We had a, a a second episode, a follow-up episode that we had did. Um, so I had to get up early. I had to get up early. I had to get up at 7. Well, I had to get up before 7. And, you know, it was early. Knocked that out. Getting ready for uh, the football games as usual. Set my lineups in fantasy. And I look and I'm like, you know what? I need to find that lounge on IG. I didn't find them till later on that night. But I look and they they had something lined up for Sunday, 6 p.m. Some some type of Jamaica Island music thingamajig. And that shit was um, from 6 p.m. to 12 a.m. All right. This Hold on now. Who in the hell is going to the lounge on Sunday evening? I need to know. 
I need to know. But you know what? <sighs> I'm not knocking it, man. Because from that first experience, I can imagine how it is. Um, and, you know, just going through their Instagram page, you know, they have a lot of opening acts, um, comedy, uh I'm not sure if they had poetry, but I know they had like a lot of comedians come up there and obviously they got live performances and shit like that from locals and things like that. So, man, I got to say, man, I got to tip my hat to that. I, I think I, I think we're in that ballpark now. I, I don't we still feel young, though. That's the crazy part about it. Like like we felt like we was in the older lounge. It felt good, but we still felt like we was young. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess, like I said, it's, it's, it's about us being in that in-between stage as far as the generations and stuff like that. Well, let me tell you, man, that shit was fun. I got to say, I got to look more into that, you know, because, you know, some of the the bars and shit that I go to now, if it's, you know, if it's not to sit up there and watch some games and stuff like that, because all the bars got all the games, it's very diverse, you know, when I work in, you know, I work in L.A., so in Culver City, you know, uh, on my downtime, I go to the local bar that is right up the street from my, you know, from my client's house. And it's very diverse. You got whites, blacks, Hispanics, Asians, but it's got that like the Cheers bar type atmosphere type of feeling. You know what I'm saying? It's, it looks it looks somewhat raggedy compared to like a commercial bar or lounge. Um it got a, a flat screen with the big butt, and then it got other TVs surrounding it, you know, and around the bar, and they just got multiple games and shit on like that. I might go there tonight for the uh, Monday Night Football game. Um, But this one was like, this was a black lounge. It kind of remind me of um, Chocolate City. It kind of remind me of that, but, it, but older. <laughs> but older, like Chocolate City was a solid... You know, between I wouldn't say between twenty one and like thirty five. That's that's what it that's what it seemed like. You know what I'm saying? That around that age, this right here at Raquel's, this shit was like shit thirty, maybe thirty five and up. Uh, but it was good. It was good. So shout out to that young cat. I'm gonna find him, and when I find him, I'm gonna post him or whatever. I'm gonna support him, young black brother play some refreshing music off that goddamn guitar um and then i'm a, and i'm also tag i'm also tag raquel's jazz lounge that shit was that shit was good man but i just wanted the the purpose of this whole episode is to let you know that i wasn't too high to realize that i was around a lot of elderly thoughts okay this is this shit gotta stop this is crazy that they're that old up in there. 30, 35, 40, 45. That's fair game. Your 40s is real young. 50? Nigga, you need to be in bed. 50? 60? You know, 60, you need to be calling your grandkids and putting them to bed. I'm, and and I, it's all jokes. Like, do what you do. If you out there living your best life at 55, 60, 65, 70, so be it. I mean, we just lost John uh, Witherspoon at, at 77. Uh, rest in peace to him. The father, to me, one of the fathers of all fathers um, in the, in our culture. So it's like, 
live your best life. Nobody can tell you what to do and how to do it and things like that. Especially the older you get, the less you care. You know what I'm saying? Go do your thing. It just really amazed me how they would, they was in there. They was in there. So yeah. Shout out to me and the wife for, for attending that event. That was dope. We're going to go back. Um, also, uh-oh, we got some church programming to talk about. Smoke-free weekend. The Eventbrite is up. Them tickets is for sale. Now, let me tell you, I haven't spoken much uh, or spoken a lot on the event, and that's mainly because I was waiting for us to lock down the venue. Uh, we have locked down the venue, and from here on out, I'm going to be breaking down uh, the event and why you should, uh, come in and, and party with us. It's a live, it's a live show event. We have multiple podcasts that will be involved in this and that I will discuss later. None, none in details yet because I got a whole episode on that, but it's going to be dope. It's going to be in Vegas. I'm a, I, and I will give you this much. The reason why we pick Vegas this, the first time around is there's no excuse for you to have fun. We understand that. As a podcaster alone, it's very difficult on getting some content out there, you know, and being consistent and building a fan base uh, or a listener base, um, putting that great content out there for people to listen to, receiving feedback, keeping that energy up, getting that uh, love and respect to keep going. Uh, so we understand how hard it is for you to do that. On top of that, I like to network. I like to congratulate other people on their success. I like to support, et cetera, et cetera. And that's what this event is about, is showing love and respect, networking, coming together, building a uh, a stronger podcast community, and, and so on. So we got a little bit of that on top of bring a sense of humor. I've been, I've been putting that on uh, social media. You come to this event, bring your sense of humor. I want you to laugh. I want you to enjoy. On top of that, look, you're coming to a, uh, to experience in a, a live show with podcasts you probably don't normally listen to. And then you're going to come and listen to some podcasts that you follow religiously. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be easy to, for you to support the people that you already know, but then you're going to come across some people that you didn't know of. That's also a part of our community. At the same time, y'all going to get fed. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have some funny candy. You know what I'm saying? You're free to smoke, even though it's called Smoke Free Weekend, but we're celebrating Paco and Penrose. Shout out to Jackie for being probably the major piece to all this whole movement. And I'm just coming along being being an uh, a extra role player. Like I'm like the White Howard to the Lakers right now. That's who I am. You know what I'm saying? To this, to this event right here. You know, so, uh, yeah, come along, man. It, it, at the end of the day, you're going to enjoy some great content and it's going to be in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, pool parties and after parties and all, meet and greets and all kind of shit, man, just to have fun. What is the end goal to all of this is to make sure we stay consistent with being uh you know, networking, being consistent with being cool with each other and just helping each other build each other brand. Who knows, man? Like I like I told my boy D Murph before, uh, one of us take off, we all take off. I'm a part of a network and I've been a part of the the Rare Science Network since I started podcasting. 
You know what I'm saying? My boy, be honest, Jamie Mack, Jay Smooth, uh, French Reggie, King Kunta. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are the cats that uh, I basically grew up with in the podcast game as far as me doing shows. You know, if it wasn't for uh, Teddy D and be honest, I wouldn't be podcasting right now. I don't think so. I'd probably still be sending in feedback. But yeah, I mean, hopefully those cats will come down from Atlanta um, and then they'll, they'll party with us as well. So y'all get to 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 share the experience and network with with my network. And yeah, we're doing big things over here. So all these networks coming together on uh, in Vegas is going to have a great time. And I want y'all to be a part of it. Um, other than that, uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. I think that's it for this week. It was fun. It was fun. So I'll give y'all an update of when we, uh, when we go back to that lounge, but yo, shout out to the elderly thoughts though. <laughs> shout, shout out to them, man. Shout out to them not having any more. <laughs> y'all stay safe out there. <laughs> 